everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's show, we have the third installment of What Mormons Believe. That's true. And we've got some fun. We're going to talk about that. Newsy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Um, we do that. Yes. These are all things that we do. Yes, of course. Um, And and, and, uh, I think, though, Dan, we need to... I know, I know it was mentioned on the blog, yes. but I, I do think that we need to mention kind of, you know, what happened Oh, last week. We missed a week. We did. We missed our first week. And we promised, we promised ourselves when we got started doing this that we wouldn't miss a week. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh. And you know what it was? It was the 13th episode. It was the 13th episode. 13. Yeah. You, know, was, you, you know what this means? It confirms proof positive. It is proof. The, the 13 is an unlucky number. Uh, it was enough evidence for me. <laughs> and That's so, science. You can't yeah. argue with that. No, I know. And actually, um, I bumped my head. You did. You hit Earlier it hard. that day, we record on Wednesdays, um, I hit my head really, really nasty hard um, on one of those little... <clears throat> Uh, you know, like on those big, big pickup trucks that have, they're yeah. not the ones that have like the two sets of doors, but they have the, you open the front door so you can open the back one oh, and there's they create a, little... a big space. Yeah, sure. Right? Well, that, the, the, the back door has to latch onto something. Right. And I was jumping up into one of those trucks and nailed my head on the hook. The, oh, the little, uh, the little bumpy the metal thing, the metal protrusion thing that the thing latches onto. Right. Right. They can't and, see the gestures, Frank. No, I know, but I did it and it helped me say it. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. So um, that's what happened. I hit my head really bad, and that, uh, you know, I didn't like have a concussion or anything, but boy, you I were, had a headache. Yeah, the and, rest of the day, and, and you were and just the talking day stupid. Too. You were. I'm just <laughs> well, kidding. thanks, Dan. I kid. Yeah, I Dan, kid. Dan showed up, and we did. We we did. We didn't set up. We talked about setting up, or did we set up? We started. No, we, yeah, we started to set everything up and everything, and then it was just like, no, yeah, it's just not going to happen. It was. It was. It just. Wasn't so sorry, sense. everyone. So sorry about that. If this had happened to me, with my the hardness of my head prevents this sort of injury from stopping me from doing anything. Well, but. and your actor ethic of the show must go on. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I've been well trained <laughs> to to fight through any if the, any peril. <laughs> the, the, the University of Utah's. Actor training program. Oh. If that did anything for you. Oh, my gosh. The show must go on. (laughs) Indeed, it must. So, well, anyways, um, fun uh, fun things going on in the world. Oh, yeah. Dan. What do you got? Did you know that um, 2012 has been declared the year of the Bible? (gasps) Officially? It is. By whom? it It is official. Oh. The Pennsylvania... State legislature um, oh. has declared has, has passed a resolution, okay, declaring 2012 Year of the Bible. Oh, that's that's fantastic! Yeah, um, this is in recognition of both the formative influence of the Bible mm-hmm. on our Commonwealth. This is from the their their, their statement, right? Um, so, the formative influence of the Bible on our Commonwealth and nation, and our national need to study and apply the teachings of Holy Scriptures. Our national need. Our national need to study and apply the teachings of we the Holy Scriptures. We need to do it. Yeah. Um, I then, assume that that means that next year will be the year of the Quran. I'm, I mean, I'm just assuming. I, I, I don't. That's quite the <laughs> assumption, Dan. Um, I'm, I'm not sure that that's going to actually happen. It, it seems like that's unlikely, doesn't it? Maybe in some parts of Michigan. <laughs> well, they have a big population up in Michigan. All right. Well, big, yeah, big, big Muslim population in Michigan, don't they? I'm just trying. I'm just trying ones. to. I'm just trying to make it easy on them for like clearly violating constitutional uh-huh. laws. But uh, here's Dan. Yeah, Dan. Oh, they have um, a they have a workaround. They have a total workaround. Okay. Well, um, the um the the First Amendment standards, according to Jerry Stern, uh, he's a state representative in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, he, um, he said that the first amendment standards only apply to Congress. The first <laughs> amendment to the U S constitution is quite clear. He says, oh. Congress, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Congress oh. is what the constitution's talking about. He goes on <laughs> our constitution <clears throat> The, Meaning the, the Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Constitution one does not mention. Oh no no no! 
our constitution he's still talking about the u.s constitution our constitution does not mention a separation principle oh yeah see this is this is an old an old trick that they like to use where Mm -hmm. it's like no, they didn't mean a separation of church and state. They just meant that you can't pass a law mandating one religion or another. <laughs> right? Yeah, they 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 never had. Clever. In spite of the fact that it was uh, that the the phrase separation of church and state was coined by one Mister uh, Thomas Jefferson describing why he uh, yeah, wanted no, this law. Oh, I'm sorry. I was injecting. Is he quoted in the U.S. Constitution? Does the U.S. Constitution <laughs> quote one Mr. Thomas Jefferson? No. 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 No, Dan. I suppose Dan. not. So there. Um, however, um, yes, I thought that I, was really fun. I wonder fun. if they would oh, be he, making the same arguments if, like, if Michigan did pass a year of the Quran. Well, I mean, even though I cited Michigan, I doubt that they're... Oh, no, they're yeah, certainly not going say. to do it. But I'm just saying if, if there was a if state... a state... I think okay. I'm calling on all Muslims in this country to move to a state. Pick a state, <laughs> invade it, take over, vote as a block, and then uh, and then see what happens. Yeah, watch the hell break loose. Yeah, do all it. the separation of church and state. Do it. The Mormons did it back in the eighteen. Yeah, yeah, sixty. No, well, oh no, the eighteen thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, Andrew Hoover. Um, he's a legislative director for the ACLU in Pennsylvania. They don't Um, like this, I'm guessing. I'm just going to go out on a limb and guess that they're not pleased. He, he, uh, he feels that the resolution, uh, is exclusionary. What? In nature. How how could he claim that? Um, Everyone gets to read it. The Bible? Yeah, it's yeah. at every hotel. Yeah. Um, he says that this is not the only time that this legis- that, that uh, state house has uh, passed bills right. that are declared uh, or, or that are hostile to min- minorities. Um, he's, he, he, you know, he says that religious minorities are basically being told that, you're, that they're not welcome. Right. Um, but well, apparently, according to this guy, um, earlier in the same session, another resolution titled... Um, uh, King James Bible Heritage Month uh, was also approved by the state government. <gasps> oh, so these people—they're <laughs> just wow pieces of, of of work. Well, now wait um, a minute. I think I approve of this, and I'm going to tell you why. Why? Because the Pennsylvania Year of the Bible 2012 mm-hmm. doesn't that mean that? I mean, if they call that the Year of the Bible. We never have to hear about it again after this year, maybe. Well, I think Jerry Stern has you covered there as well. He says any year or every year would be a good choice to recognize the value of the Bible. <laughs> that was another quote from him They're like, that I really liked. Next year, there's going to be a resolution. 2013, another year of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2014, a good six months more of Bible. Again. Quarter one and quarter two. <laughs> it's the quarter Q one right, of Q, the Bible. Q quarter four. of the Bible. Oh, week of the Bible. That would be fun. Yeah, just, let's well, just King James Bible Heritage Month. My God, people. Well, it was the King the like the four hundredth anniversary of the King James last year. I think. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, this this was KJ a, as I like to call. This it. was a, a fantastic article. There was even quotes from like. I mean, they're 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 going back and quoting Ronald Reagan. Nice. One, so. Yeah. Well, well, Reagan is the. Uh, well, he declared a a Bible thing. I, oh, did he? Yeah. Um, apparently, that 1983 mm. was the year of the Bible. Well, they, then we've already had, oh, according that was, to Ronald Reagan. Was that a national? Oh, yeah, that was well, a national he was, one. He was president at the at time. The time, yeah. He de- he was just like, I declare this. <laughs> It's, I do declare. So this is quite a year for a Bible. <laughs> yes. Now indeed. hand me a mint julep. <laughs> I don't know why I'm. Uh, okay. Um, speaking of presidents and uh, religion, mm, did yes. you know that our own president is Has a religion? Re- claims to be religious. I. You know what? I'm pretty sure he's not. He's. <laughs> well. If you believe him, then he's a Mm-mm. Christian. Mm-mm. If you believe Fox News, then mm. he's a secret Muslim mm. or See, something. 
I, I just find it all very hard to believe. That he actually believes in Christianity? That's where I'm going. Sure. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't believe that. I'm just siding with Fox News. <laughs> okay. Yes. That I think he's we a should. Secret Muslim. Yes, he is a secret Muslim. Yeah. Clearly, and he keeps it. He keeps secrets really well. I'm. You know he's what? He's good at secrets. He's. He. He. He's. <laughs> I trust him with our nation's secrets. Yeah. Absolutely. Because he because is, He's kept his. He's, like his he's managed bir- his real birth a secret. Yeah. He's. He and he has. He has manufactured documents oh, to keep these secrets. He's good. Anyway, he's really good. So he had this uh, prayer breakfast a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, and he uh, in it he made us a whole speech, a Christiany speech. About hmm. about uh, his beliefs, yeah. And you know what he said? What did he say? He said that it was a very Christian idea to raise the taxes on the rich. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It clearly is. Yeah, um, it's obviously. Like what he what he said was he he invoked the idea. Where is it? It's somewhere. He invoked the yeah the idea the um uh, un, uh what. Jesus teaching that for whom much is given, much shall be required. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this is a very common idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. We all know this. Well, we don't all know this. Um, who doesn't know this? Because those, all these conservatives are up in arms. That oh, you, he, how dare he invoke Jesus? He uh, does, Jesus is right. on their side, not his side. Oh, uh, that's right. And they all have good reasons why he is... Absolutely wrong that that's what Jesus said. Mm, what like what? Oh no! I mean, it's, it's just he must be praying wait. to a different Jesus than me because Jesus would never raise taxes on the rich. Give unto Caesar what is Caesar's? Yeah, yeah, Isn't that yeah. a Jesus line? Oh yeah, Jesus He's has got all sorts of tax paying things. Oh yeah, Jesus wants you. He said, "Give away all of your money." Yeah, give it. Give it away. If you're rich, something about it, an eye of a needle and a camel and a back and something. <laughs> yeah, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man to it's, get into heaven. Actually, it's the eye of the needle. It was the name of a gate. No, I'm going with <laughs> eye of a needle. <laughs> they had to unpack the the camels. That was the mm-hmm. idea. The, a, a packed camel could not fit through. Right. The eye of I think we're getting hung needle. up on things here. the The concept Daniel, the concept is that if we you're rich, try to be accurate with this podcast. Okay. <laughs> the okay. truth is that if you're if you're rich, Jesus wanted you to give away all of your money. Yeah, because oh, yeah. otherwise you don't get into heaven. Uh, the the these these damn fools they should be running to atheism. Yeah, if you want to be rich, embrace a- Ayn Rand. Yeah, she was an atheist. Yeah. And then you get to keep all of your money, Absolutely. and you don't go to hell. And she was a conservative. Yeah, yeah, perfect. She, they worship her. They do, and to, except and for except, they don't her ever, lack of worship. They don't ever mention that. <laughs> they never. She hated religion, and they don't seem to ever notice that yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. It's so amazing. I thought that was funny. I thought that was yeah. a thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring the mood down a little bit, Dan. Ooh, we'd like it to dun, take dun, it down dun, a little bit now. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Go so what I've got. Yeah. I've got, I've got, we, we've gone back and forth. We haven't gone back and forth on the, I'm not going to sound like, you know, we've <laughs> rooted for the Catholics times, but we've given the the Catholics their credit. And we've given them a lot of shit. And, and we've given them some shit. Um, you know, Cardinal, Cardinal Egan is... Are you familiar with Cardinal Egan? He was one of the Ghostbusters. He was. Um, Egon, I believe. was. <laughs> no? Yeah. It's a different cardinal? <laughs> different cardinal. Um, he was um, former bishop of one of these communities that had a lot of priests and sex scandal things. Mm. Bridgeport. Ooh. Um, and yeah, he, you don't want to be an altar boy in Bridgeport. I'll tell you that. Apparently not. I mean, they had they had tons of cases. I mean, we had guys, um, you know, serial molesters. You know, Eww. just horrible stuff. People accused of raping and boys and right that whole thing. Why don't, um, why don't priests ever rape girls? Well, I think there's a reason why they became priests. <laughs> well, I, yeah, it does seem like. But it, isn't that weird that we only hear about priests raping boys? 
Anyway, I mean, you know. Well, they probably have easier access to boys. It's probably not even that they have, like, homosexual whatevers because... No, pedophiles... Pedophiles are, typically don't. Typically not pe- not gay. Right. I mean, I'm sure there are some gay yeah, Of course there are. But but their preference for young boys is access. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You don't have alter girls. No. Yeah. So... Boys all hanging out in their dresses. I think boys... Well, not that young girls aren't equally attractive (laughs) i was gonna say impressionable and controllable but young boys do kind of you know yeah anyway sorry go on with your story anyways um so he back in um 2002 wrote a letter to uh his parishioners uh which said if in hindsight we discover that mistakes have been made as regards um uh, prompt removal of priests and assistant, assistance to victims. I am deeply sorry. If, in hindsight, we happen to discover that we may exactly, have not right. handled this like the, exactly the, perfectly. This guy, I mean, it, it, I, I, this was uh, reported in the oh God, the Connecticut, uh, Connecticut Magazine. ConnecticutMag.com. you got to love Connecticut Mag. Yeah. And they, um, it's, it's an interview. So, okay. CT Mag. Uh, CT Magazine is, con- oh, CT being, con- Jesus, that was really confusing me for a reason, <laughs> or for a moment. Um, I'm really tired right now. Oh. Yeah, I'm sleepy, Dan. Oh. Um, Wake up, Frank. Ah! <laughs> um, so, C- uh, Connecticut Magazine, you know, they do the question and then Egan answers. Right. Um, and he's just, he's so just completely unrepentant through the whole thing. Like he just he he well he, he wanted to like, he wanted to like retract it didn't it didn't well his, um, his... that was CT or CT magazine asking the question and he says first of all I should never have said that <laughs> I did say if we did anything wrong I'm sorry but I don't think we did anything wrong oh but no. I hate to go back over this I think there's more to life than that one issue <laughs> especially when i had no cases oh can we not focus on the rapes please yeah well and he and he, he does like sort of the classic thing of like you guys not know any... that i inst- i instigated an entire lunch program with right. uh, with my diocese and now you got to focus on the rapes again right well there's this whole like he he totally goes to, like this victim narrative of like well it's just the press Oh, it's yeah. just the press. I mean, it's a, it's a juicy story. In fact, he says at one point, um, well, it would be easy to write about anything um, else. I'm not the slightest bit surprised that, of course, the scandal was going to be fun in the news. Not fun, <laughs> but the easiest thing to write about. Oh, my God. If you have another bishop in the United States who has the record I have, I'd be happy to know who he is. Oh, wow. Oh, he's... He's, he's a piece of work. This guy. He's a cardinal. Dude is big. <laughs> he's, big, big, big in the Catholic a, Church. He's a and cardinal he's a and he's full like, of himself he's is like, what I'm going to say. Frankly, a cardinal going, if you got anybody who can beat me, I'd like to see it. I will destroy any cardinal you can find. You go ahead and bring down that. Bring the, I'll put my my record up against any cardinal in the world. <laughs> Best fucking cardinal you've ever seen. <laughs> he's he's something else. Okay, I mean, I he, really need to see Cardinal WWE wrestling. Oh yeah, that'd be good <laughs> with their pokey hats and their, <laughs> their their pokey scepters. Yeah. And, oh wow. Yeah. If they're allowed to bring all their accoutrements, oh, it would be bloody. Yeah, that would be some bloody, bloody, bloody. Maybe cardinals against like the. Uh, the Christian Orthodox guys, or something. Ooh, uh, well, those those fighting fighting uh, priests in, uh, right. in, in, in Jerusalem, Jer- in, yeah. in 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 uh, uh, Bethlehem, Bethlehem. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't priests. Were they monks? They weren't monks. They were priests. I think they were priests. They were priests. Yeah, they were just they're just no. glorified uh, janitors. Yeah, they weren't Catholics. They were. I can't remember what they were. Anyway, yeah. Hey, okay, so um, go. Here's an interesting take on why uh, we don't need to raise taxes on oh? uh, 
one of the reasons we don't need to raise taxes because everybody's saying we need to pay teachers. It's this weird idea that everybody has that we need to pay teachers. Uh, right. Have you ever heard of that? I, How people want I think to pay them? I think it's a good idea for teaching our children. I think it's a good idea to, um, yeah. I, I think the point is that you you want to pay teachers a, a good salary, oh, so that you can attract talent and quality. And wrong. You know. What? What? <laughs> no, no, no. Let me tell you how it works. Okay. Uh, and this is a senator in Alabama, state senator in Alabama. Oh. One hey, Mr. They've got good public policy down there. Oh, yeah. A tradition of it. Well, one Mr. Shadrach McGill. And I, Shadrach? I promise you I did not make that up. As in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Abednego. No way. Yeah. Okay. okay so so he, he's, a, he's a Christian. He says... Uh, <laughs> If you double what you're paying, what you're paying education, you know what's going to happen. I've heard the comment many times. Well, the quality of education is going to go up. That's never proven to happen, guys. I'm actually quoting him. At okay. This point. Okay. It's a biblical principle. If you double a teacher's pay scale, you'll attract people who aren't called to teach. <laughs> And these teachers that are that are called to teach, regardless of the pay scale, they would teach. It's the ability that God give them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Senator Shadrach, isn't that beautiful? See, this is the problem. To it, if you pay them in a living wage, a wage that's attractive. You know what I would do? <laughs> what? Um, I would cut all legislative or <laughs> propose to cut all legislative like reimbursement, payment. I mean, the state legislators rarely make a really good living. I got news for you. He's got an answer to that. Oh, no. <laughs> Does he say do it? He says. He says I wasn't called to this. Go in and to go in and raise someone's child, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's, he goes through that. But then he says. Uh, if you raise, uh, if you, (laughs) it does not approve the, the Bible does not approve to pay raises for legislators because they need to make enough money that they can say no in regards to temptation for lobbyists. (laughs) Oh my God. Apparently it's not a calling to be a legislator. It's only a calling to be a, uh. A teacher. A teacher. Yeah. There's a lot of... Aren't there a lot of things that people are called to in life? Sure. Or they, they could be... I'm, no, this is... Yeah, it's Jesus' work. You have... You have to pay them enough that they'll get... A, that You have to pay the senators enough that they will get... Uh, that the devil don't get them. That the devil don't get them. <laughs> you should, we should probably pay them like a billion dollars each. And then they'd be above reproach. Oh, my God. <laughs> That is dumb. No, it's genius. <laughs> you kidding me? That is genius. Oh yeah. God, good old, good old. Oh, thank Shadrach you, thank you, Alabama. Oh, I don't like want to a... diss anybody. You know, you 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 might live in Alabama, listener. Yeah, it's true. I have a friend who lives in Alabama oh, who, really? who just moved to Alabama. Oh really? She claims it's everything that we think it is. Really? Where did she move? Mobile? I don't remember. That's mm. weird. I've been know. through mobile. Mobile. Mo- mobile. Mobile. Uh, I took a took a, a um, Greyhound bus ride <laughs> from where in Florida? I still can't remember. To Mobile? Uh, through Mobile. Oh, all man. the way to Muskogee, Oklahoma. Wow. That Greyhound. You had quite an adventure, my friend. I went... Halfway across <laughs> our continent, on the on Greyhound. Greyhound. Oh, it was, sure, it was. That's the way to do it. Miserable trip. That is, Cheap. That is miserable. Really? Did you get out at any point and talk to the locals? Uh, no. Oh, you should have. Any place that was interesting was in the middle of the night. So, anyways, right. um, well, um, yeah. I've got I got another fun little thing. You know those Westboro Baptist churches? Oh, we all love them. 
Um, you know, these are the Fred Phelps people. Yeah. For those of you out there. The God hates fags, folks. God hates fags. But also God hates America and God hates all kinds of stuff. Yes. Um, apparently they were in Clayton, Missouri, at mm. high school, protesting, um, so, uh, well, they, right. They, they, well, why were they there? I think they were there to protest this gay straight alliance that was going on at the, this, at this high school. Mm. Um, but anyway, so the, the gay straight alliance, uh, their response was to hold a fundraiser. Oh, uh, to raise money for the human rights campaign, HRC. <laughs> They're the blue stickers with the the yellow equal sign on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that you'll see on cars. Sure, um, we got one on our car. Good for you. Huh. I don't. It confuses neighbors. <laughs> well, you guys would be confusing neighbors no matter what. It's but, true. Anyway, go on. Oh, I was about to elaborate. But, oh, um, <laughs> oh, you are welcome. <laughs> I, I to was do so. about to explain for the work um, another time. Okay. No, I think. How how are we confusing our neighbors, Frank? I don't know. You're you're pretty you. I'm a nut. <laughs> is that what it is? I'm nutty. You're nutty. Is you're that nutty. what I'm being yeah. accused of right now? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, anyways. Um. <laughs> all right. I'm really loopy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're the nutty one, Frank. Oh my god. So, anyways. So yeah. So the so the way that the the fundraiser worked was. Um, supporters would pledge contributions based on how long, um, the, the Fred Phelpsies were out there. Oh. So you would like, you would donate a nickel a minute or whatever. Oh, yeah. And so that would be going to, so, so it was no longer in their, their best interest. To stay. To stay. Because they were just supporting their worst enemy. And then what's great about that is then it's in the interest of these kids to keep them there. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what the, you send the kids out and you say, you keep them here. doesn't matter how you do it. Engage them in conversation. Sure, but I think the point is to get them to scream. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I actually saw a similar thing. And I think, by the way, for all of you out there, here is how you handle these people. Because you don't want to engage them and yell at them. That's exactly what they feed on. That's right. the thing that they want. Right. What you do is you go across the street from where they are. Mm-hmm. And you set up a little table, mm-hmm. and you just say, if you hate what they're doing, right? donate. Yeah. And you just put a little donation jar out, and you chat with people about good things. Yeah. And you don't even engage with them. No. Yeah. That's the key. As like the people who stand next to them and hold funny signs. Well, there is that, too. Yeah, you should probably <laughs> do that. You should probably do that. <laughs> what was the one? There was one that was like, she, the the lady was hold, was saying holding a sign that said something like you know homosexual sex is a sin and then somebody next to him was holding next to her was holding a sign that said like corduroy skirts are a sin yeah or something so, like so, that. something like that it was it was funny it's cute funny. <laughs> <sighs> yeah well what do you you got anything yeah 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 one more thing um it's about uh mittens romney mm. our friend mittens yes who is a apparently a constitutional scholar Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we were talking about the whole separation of church and state thing. Uh-huh. You know, this whole, this Proposition 8 that they got down to the California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just passed. It, you know, they just, the the appellate court, the Ninth District Court of Appeals uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Has, has affirmed the initial decision that it needs, that Prop 8 needs to be struck down. Right. And, of course, Mitt had to make a comment, a statement. Oh, of course. About that. One wouldn't want to be confused about what his position right on right. gay marriage is well his position isn't about gay marriage in this case it's about how oh. the, the three judge panel doesn't understand what the constitution says oh really yeah yeah he knows he knows much better than a th- than a judge of constant of of federal judges sure of, he somebody at the top of their game right their right game being the law right right his years of business have taught him much more <laughs> about okay yeah what, what does he say oh he just says that it it uh, unelected judges cast aside the will oh, of the people of California <laughs> who voted to protect traditional marriage. This decision does not end this fight, and I expect it to go to the Supreme Court. I believe marriage is between a man and a woman, and as president, I will blah, 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 who the fuck cares. The point is this. A, he obviously, I mean, 
we, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, yeah, first he of all, he probably does know. I, I, well, I'm sure he does, but, but but he can't take that position. The the thing, the first thing that just gets stuck in my craw here is the whole sort of this continued demonizing of judges. Oh yeah. Like, oh like, right. You know, this unelected and this and that, and it's like, well, yeah, that's how the system works. Right. That's how this this wonderful constitution and that right. you'll just like you'll just like you can't handle you just freak out anytime right, anybody right. like the, these, he, he's these constitutionally there, he mandated the constitution judges so well <laughs> that he's actually going to diss right on somebody who's holding a constitutionally a consti- mandated <sighs> position right these constitutionally mandated judges, the check against the che- yeah. all of these things. I mean, that was what? Fourth grade? Right. Civics? Yeah. I mean, well, what I love is that it, all they talk about, these, these, these Prop 8 people, all they talk about is this was the will of the people being subverted. Well, it doesn't matter if, it, you know, if an entire state decides that they, they hate on black folks. Right. Or you anybody don't get to make that choice. You don't get to choose that. You get to choose a lot of things. Right. But this is a country that's under a single umbrella of a constitution, and right. you don't get to choose what rights, who gets rights, and who doesn't. Right. Yeah. But obviously, but I mean, the thing, it's just so. I don't know. When, it's this conflation of church and state, yeah. and it drives me insane. Oh, damn. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. But before we do, if you'd ever like to comment on anything we have to say, mm. please give us a call. Yeah, 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. You don't have to call. You can uh, you can write us an email. Sure. we got the email address, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And if you just kind of want to follow what's going on, um, there's, there's of course, there's the blog, thankgodimatheist.com. And mm-hmm. there's Twitter. At TGI Atheist. Yeah. And so we'll be back in just a minute, but we're going to listen during our break. A clip from the Bill Maher. Little Bill Maher. Show. Which, who, by the way, I'm going to introduce this by saying he totally ripped us off on this thing. <laughs> All right. On our last episode, we came up with an idea. Uh-huh. And, he, and then the next Friday or Saturday or whenever he does a show... This comes out. Ugh. Ugh. Thief. In case you didn't hear, it was discovered last week that Edward Davies, Ann Romney's father, an enthusiastically anti-religious scientist who called organized faith hogwash, was posthumously baptized in the Mormon tradition 14 months after he died. They tried to do it sooner, but he wouldn't stop spinning in his grave. So here, then, is history's first unbaptism ceremony right now. (laughs) For the late Edward Davies. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today in the presence of math, gravity, evolution, and electricity to honor Brother Edward and to send the powers of SEAL Team 666 to rescue him from planet Klolob so that he may spend eternity with the kind of free thinkers he chose to hang out with on Earth. So by the power granted to me by the Blair Witch... Shlemiel, Shlemazel, E Pluribus, Mumbo Jumbo, Expecto, Patronum, Susu Sudio, Yo Mama. I call upon the Mormon spirits to leave your body the fuck alone. (laughs) Brother Edward, in this world you had to put up with Mitt Romney. You've suffered enough. (laughs) Oh, Bill. Bill Maher. Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> well, to be fair yeah. to Bill Maher. Oh, don't and be just, fair to Bill Maher. Well, uh, <laughs> you, you yeah. claim that he thieved us. He ripped us this off. This happens all the time. I know. The jokes emerge all around the world at the same time. But they start here, and then everybody else <laughs> does them. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. boy. Yes, indeed. I still, um, I still like our brainstormed 
unbaptism ideas. I think the I think yeah, that's funny stuff. Squirt water away from you, you know. Which, or by the way, toward a priest, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know? Or or in the case of Mormons, you have to be whipped out of the water and dried, out and dried quickly. Really <laughs> Get like some Dyson. Yeah, exactly. The giant Dyson debaptizer. <laughs> it could be an industrial debaptizer <laughs> from Dyson. Yeah. Get on that, James Dyson. Come on. We know you've got it in the works. The debaptizer. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, Dan. Yeah. You have a you have an idea. I do. Well, Dan, okay, Dan has so an, everybody, Dan has an idea. So last week, if you'll recall, <laughs> Not last week, technically two weeks ago. On our last podcast, podcast mm-hmm. we were talking about how religions get to act with utter impunity mm. in terms of how they run their business Abs- and yeah. who yeah. they get to fire and all of this stuff. Sure, yeah. And jokingly, we said, you know, if we were if we were starting a business, we should make it a religion. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So we want to start a religion. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> so here's the thing. We've been we've been looking into uh incorporating our little our little thing here mm-hmm. and uh and you know maybe selling some merch for, yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Some t-shirts and whatnot. Yeah. Um and we wanted to uh maybe do it as a religion because <laughs> we don't like paying taxes. So so our merch would actually be like a bake sale. Yeah. Exactly. It'd be it, a fundraiser. Fundraiser. Yeah, for absolutely. The, for the religion, absolutely right, and and all so, that stuff, and right. that way we can, and you know, we we have all these lovely ideas for various <laughs> uh, rituals we would like to do. Yeah, um, do, you, do you want to tease them with a ritual? Well, the one that I'm pushing for um, is I I want if we, we, we there's obviously things. This is part of the test. Right. You do have to have ceremony. You have to have things that you do in sure. order to be your religion. You also have like have to have beliefs and tenets and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, we're going to have to look into this a little bit more. But um, uh, I, w- I want to do proxy baptisms for both dead and living Mormons. Yes. And baptize them into our little religion right exactly Proxy. Yes. because that's what they do and and why the hell not and so yeah so so here's the thing here's the reason i'm bringing this up is because you beloved listeners might know somebody who is a lawyer who <laughs> understands these things who knows what it takes to set up a religion and if you do and they want to do a little work for us that would be amazing. It's <laughs> totally what? absurd. It's, Why is it absurd? It's a little absurd, Dan. What? I'm this, just gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a voice of reason. I think it's a little. It, it you is. You are poo-pooing something <laughs> that is a brilliant idea. You don't need to I, poo-poo Dan, this. I will go along with the idea 100. <laughs> percent But I'm saying I mean, that I, there's an absurdity to this. Absolutely. Well, that's the whole point. Is that it is absurd. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is Stephen Colbert and his super well, pack. What I would love to see is. Um, is people be pissed off that we have a fake religion and that we're tax exempt? Exactly. This is what I'm saying. That's what I would love. What, I would, what, I would what, love. What I would love for it to actually be like a point, news story. We, we point yeah. out the problem with with the issue, right? By engaging it at its most absurd level, right? Absolutely. That should be one of the tenets of our religion: is that religions shouldn't have tax exempt status. Well, I, yeah. There's that guy in, in in who has the the fake religion online. Well, it's not a fake religion. He it's does real, everything that yeah. he needs to do to, for it to be a real religion, right. and he sells you know ministry ministry. So you can do you, you can perform your own your friend's marriage marriage. Sure. And it's and it's it's great, and it's yeah. actually been a great service. And people are now approaching marriage even in totally different ways. I mean, how many marriages or weddings have you been to? Right. Where, oh, um, by the way, our it's, pra- where it's performed by a friend, right? Absolutely, and it's, it's beautiful, and, and that's totally different. And by the way, our religion will—we will be happy when when we get a religion. We will be happy <laughs> to make you a minister of the religion to conduct a marriage, but our religion only conducts gay marriages. That's what that's I think true. we should, we should yeah. do. Yeah. That's anyway, I, this, um, I'm, this, I, just in spite of Frank's chiding, I am totally serious. If you know someone, Dan, Dan is 100 percent serious. If you know I, someone who can help us, I will support Dan, and I will, um, I will gladly be a minister in a fake, no, in a real religion, in a real religion, in a real religion. Um, if it means that um, 
the business is tax exempt. Yeah. Well, and like you say, it'll piss some Christians off. That's <laughs> well, always nice. No, what I want to do with it, because I, regardless of whether we, we actually had a religion or not that was on the books, although it, it becomes juicier if it is, I do want to do the, the you know, baptize Joseph Smith mm-hmm. into another religion mm-hmm. and Brigham Young into another religion. Yep. I think I think that because here's the thing, it's uh, we didn't really talk about this news story, but this week... Um, it, it broke once again that the that the Mormons have you know there's been some more Holocaust survivors, right? That uh, or Holocaust victims. I don't know. They, I know they were survivors, Holocaust survivors, who um, were uh, baptized for the dead in, in a Mormon temple, right? And other various bits of now the church did posthumous work and they, they did apologize. The church apologized and they and they blah 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 and they, they reprimanded the people and all this sacked. But, but the fact of the matter is that it is it just keeps continuing. Well, you and know, it, it's um, and and it's not like the Mormons. Like, well, first of all, I guess we should kind of talk about baptisms for the dead. Wait, this leads us to our new se- to our next segment. What Mormons believe, part three. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because yeah, we're talking about baptisms for baptisms the dead. Baptisms for the dead. Here we know? go. And so let's let's really get into it um, as far as like Mormon belief with with that whole thing, right? Um, for those of you who, I mean, you've probably heard of you've 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 may have even seen a Mormon temple in your community. Sure. Um, yeah. Mormons outside of well, in Utah, they especially like to put them in highly visible places, but. Everywhere they there's, love, they there's love that one in San Diego that looks like the Crystal Palace. Yeah, and it's just like hovering over the freeway. Yeah, right over. Yeah, yeah. Um, they might as well have built an overpass <laughs> to put that thing on. The LDS um, overpass. Washington D.C. is the same way. Uh-huh. You come around a bend and boo. There's the, there's the Washington D.C. temple. Sure. Um, and there's a number of them that are like that. So you you may have seen them. Um, they're big, fancy. They used to. They used to kind of try to make them attractive buildings. Oh, yeah. And they wanted them each to be unique and yeah, beautiful. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. No, now, um, it's, now they want drive through temples, yeah. essentially. Um, but anyways, there's a lot of different things that happen in the temple. Um, most, most all the work that's done in the temple is not done for the living. This, this might actually right. be kind of surprising for people. Um, you don't you, – the first time, only the first time – that you go to the temple, do, are you doing any sort of work for yourself? Well, that's not true. There is marriage. Well, there is marriage. So there's there's the first time you go, which is your endowment. Right. You get endowed with a bigger penis. <laughs> okay. No. But the point is that even your your marriage that you do, you could go back multiple, multiple times after that. Right. And be doing be, – be being married proxy – for other people. For people in so heaven. I guess the point is the first time that you do a specific kind of work in the temple. Sure. You you do it, it once for you. You do it once for you. And then dozens and then of times if you want to. Every other time after that, you do it. For somebody else. For somebody else. And they encourage you to go regularly. So yeah. if Not, you're... Most, if most you're, people don't until they're in their 70s. And right. But if you're an old do. person, by the time you're in your 70s, 80s, whatever, you've been... Bab- well, you probably aren't being baptized, but you're being... All this, you know, you're getting endowment, you're getting new names, you're getting you're washing and anointings, you're getting um, all the ceilings and all that kind of stuff over and over and over and over again. So the for vast majority of the work is being done for other people. Now, right. baptism typically for the, well, not typically, baptism for the living, if you're being baptized for yourself when you're eight years old in the Mormon church, you are being baptized at your local meeting house, at, at your the, local chapel, at your the local stake church. center or something. Um, Which is a, well, yeah, the most most chapels have a have a have a actually all not, chapels not in Salt Lake, really? Yeah, no, not at all. Really? Yeah, your local meeting house doesn't have a font. Mm-hmm. Nope, only the stake centers. That's really weird. Anyway, Anyways, so what they've got is that kind of a, that kind of blows my mind. That it, it's a hot tub sized. Yeah, it's a big tub. It's a big enough tub to be dunk. Right. For there to be somebody else in there who does the dunking and you to be dunked. Anyway, so baptisms, usually it's your dad. Yeah, but we're we're straying here. Yeah. Um, baptisms for the dead um, in the temple, and the whole idea here is that they are setting up um, an opportunity. 
for somebody in the afterlife, right. somebody and, who has died, to accept the work that's being done physically on earth in the temple. Right. And that's, 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 that's what the Mormons so are to be, trying to do. So to be clear, here's the deal. It's not that they – the Mormons are not saying that because they do a baptism for your grandpa who has passed away in the temple – that he actually is a member of the Mormon church. What they're saying is because baptisms can only be performed in this life and not in the next inexplicably. Well, because you have to have a body that's dunked in water. Okay. No, it's, (laughs) they're so literal. Yes. It's about so because your spirit cannot be dunked in water. (laughs) That's that's exactly because spirits can't get wet. Well, what about spirit water? (laughs) That's a great point. Because they believe we, that everything exists in spirit, so why could not a spirit be dunked in spirit water? It just can't, Frank. It just can't. <laughs> These were the kind of questions that people at church didn't like me for when right. I was a kid. So here's the deal. Because uh, spirits can't get wet, uh, basically, so they have to do this. Now, mind you, they have to do this for every human being that has ever existed on this planet that didn't get baptized in their life. It's their obligation. Yes. Billions of people. Yes. They've got a lot of work to do here, folks. And what they do is they, they, they actually go through a baptism uh, by immersion mm-hmm. in a font. Yes. And they say, I baptize you for and in the name of Juan. And then they whoosh. Uh-huh. And they baptize you. And they usually do like 30 at a time or something. They do, they do a big bunch at a time. They're usually working with kids. Right. They're working with 12, 12. to 18-year-olds. Right. Because um, grown-ups don't like to get wet once they get past a certain age <laughs> or something. Well, it's it's <clears throat> minor work, and right. I think that's why they have the minors. Yeah. And you don't have to be endowed you to don't, do Yeah. It. You can just go in right. as long as you're... So here's the deal, though. The re- the, and and this, is, this is a point that a lot of folks don't get, is that... They're offering this to the dead folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just saying, hey, we've done this service for you. If you want to accept it, mm-hmm. now that you're in the spirit world and you look around and you see that we were right, <laughs> you're welcome to accept it or you can turn it down it's and so, go to hell. I just... You retarded people. I remember thinking, yeah. well, it kind of seems like this whole being born into the church thing was kind of a lame curse what <laughs> because oh because you could just be because, a, because you if you were born in china and you never heard of the curse yeah you could just you never heard because of the church rather I died you could have just been I whatever kind of asshole and then in the afterlife look like you said look around and go oh hey <laughs> my mom was always like yes but it's harder in the afterlife to accept than in this life <laughs> And I'm like, then why did you have a dream like six months after grandma died that all of a sudden she was it accepted the church? Because she, she was able to, finally. <sighs> no, okay. So, it was so, so hard. Come on. So this, so this is the point of contention. I got into a, into a bit of a row on the Facebooks, into oh? a debate with a friend. Don't do that on Facebook, Dan. Well, he started it. <laughs> okay. But it was about it was about Bill Maher's little stunt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he basically at first he took great offense, and I, I, in part, I chalk it up to the fact that Mormons are really good at martyrdom. They have this yes. this this complex about persecution that is just so evolved. I think religious ple- the Mormons are particularly good at it, but religious people in general, right. Well, yeah, like, and, like and in fairness, Mormons Cardinal have more... Egan. Oh, yeah, he's... Oh, getting he's, up on his cross. Right, like the right. Catholics can... Gee whiz. Right. And in fairness, Mormons have actually been persecuted in the last century and a half. Yeah. And I can't think of any other Christian sects, major Christian sects, that have genuinely experienced persecution on the level that the Mormons have. It doesn't excuse them being because it hasn't happened for about a century. There hasn't been any real persecution well, not, not of, Mor- of Mormons in this country right. for about a well, century. I mean Christians in this country. Oh, right. But I'm, right, just, right, yeah. I'm just saying in this country, Mormons actually have experienced it. Sure, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, but fine. They, boy, do they just milk that persecution <laughs> complex. 
Anyway, so he's so he's all upset about this, and he he's he says it's like vicious and awful and blah blah yeah, blah. And I was yeah. like, I don't think it's vicious, and I just sort of went. On that thing, I was like, it's a comedy bit, and it's no more vicious than when Saturday Night Live makes fun of somebody, like a celebrity or whatever. Sure. And he was like, no, they hate, he hates us, and blah, 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 and... I don't think but, he hates Mormons. No, I think they're, yeah, you know, he's, silly. He's, he's not respectful of them, right. for sure. But, but other people were, like, challenging him on, like, well, but isn't it a very disrespectful thing that Mormons do, and... You know, blah, blah, blah. And his his take on it was, well, we're not saying that they're automatically Mormons now that we've done this. We're not saying that that they've... Uh, it's, that's dicey. Like, I well, mean, the truth is, is that it's too emotionally charged that for people right. to actually... Because if people do follow it to its logical end, there's right. very little that's actually offensive about this. I don't find it an offensive thing. If you follow it all the way to its logical conclusion, which is that if you know it, well, here first okay. of all, if you believe that they actually here's the and I, deal, and I know that they that they actually believe that they're here's not. here's here's the deal with with Mormon theology and sort of I mean we we touched upon this with the plan of salvation last time, mm. um, which is it's pretty kind mm. to the people who are not Mormons as far as. What's going to happen to them in the afterlife? Um, and well, sure. no, it's all about the afterlife. Right. Their, their belief of what's going to happen to people who were not Mormon, right? Who never got Mormonism in their life, um, because if if you believe that you are the one true church, right? Which many which of them do. Many many Mormons. No, many, many faith. Many, many faiths. Many believe faiths that believe that. Um, you're kind of being a dick. <laughs> and, but the way that the Mormons work around it, and I do think that it's quite remarkable that they do this, is things like work for the dead. Right. Um, it's it, it's 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 really quite remarkable. Sure. And the fact that there's no hell, and the worst right. thing that I mean, even murderers will have you know a, a greater reward than than here than here. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's. I kind of always had to like. I kind of take my hat off to them for coming up with a theological workaround right. for this. That's Absolutely. generous to people. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the problem is nobody, especially <laughs> descendants of Holocaust survivors, are going to hear any of that. No. No, because it's way too emotionally charged. Right. And because it's crackpot crazy. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> Well, there is that. So, I mean, yeah, the Mormons have these really, really, really unique beliefs that really, I, I think, that just catch people off guard. Yeah, you know, because it's I think like a lot on of the them... surface it sounds horrifying. Like you said, though, once you kind of dig around, not that big of a deal. No, but then you kind of look at them, you go. But did you think anybody like? Did you think people were going to really buy your explanation? I think. I think they just come off being so naive. I think that early on, it was intentionally a lot of these a lot of these rituals, a lot of these ideas were t intentionally to piss other people off and separate themselves as a culture, as a religion from mainstream society. The whole, the whole, the whole. I see that with Brigham Young for sure. Oh, but it was. But Joseph you was think the Joseph one. Smith? Oh, are you kidding me? With the whole, with the whole, like he kept moving everybody around to get further and further away from the rest of society. Yes, but everywhere they went, I mean, this is this is going to like the whole persecution thing. They were really, really, really poorly treated wherever they were because they and treated others poorly. In part, well, that is that is that is true. They, I mean, they they went out in parties and burned down people's homes. And well, stuff. they were incredibly self righteous. Absolutely, and they and, Mormon, and, and, and it is a streak that still really. It's pretty. I was actually thinking about this the other day of just like what a self righteous little bastard eight year old I was. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I was just totally. Like, I was like, I was like, wow. How does a ten, like an eight or ten year old kid, become get that self righteous yeah. about things? And I just remember, like, I was thinking about some of the, just some encounters I had with like other kids and whatnot, and just like my reactions that I would have to like, you know, 
Oh my! It was just like anything and everything that was just not like. Do you have a specific really, really, example? really Mormon? Oh, I just remember like because you know most of my this was in California, and so you know there's plenty of Mormons in in suburban California, and so you know even though they're not making up a huge percentage of the population, there's still plenty of them. If you're right. in a, if you're in a town of thirty thousand, forty thousand people, you're going to have a number of wards, right? And and so when you're at your elementary school, you know, you have your little friends from church that are your friends at school. And and we would I would get really exclusive and <laughs> actually a number of my friends would get pretty exclusive. But I had my non-Mormon friends and I just remember like going over to their homes and just being kind of judgy. Yeah. You know. I'm sure you and, were. Yeah, oh, I'm sure their parents hated me. You know? Yeah, you know, and well, and it's worse in the Salt Lake Valley where a lot of Mormon parents tell their kids they're not allowed to play with non-Mormon kids. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah. And they're able to do that, of course, because there are so many Mormons here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sorry. just that's just silly. So back, how, how do we work this back to baptisms for the dead? Did we cover everything that we, we kind of covered? We it. Say? I mean, the, the fact of the matter is that it obviously, if you're not Mormon. Then you don't believe in Mormonism, so there's another reason not to care that they're doing it. Right. It's not, it's not like I mean, really, what you're offended by. If you're offended by the concept of baptisms for the dead, then what you're offended by is the fact that they're just brazen enough to do it. <laughs> That's what's offending you. Yeah. It's not the actual thing. It's right. Why the hell are you doing this? Yeah. You we, we don't want it. Right. But you got you know, some serious. In the end, everybody just needs to lighten up. Because who the hell cares? Well, be, I mean, and again, it goes back to that thing that we've talked about before, which is their all their beliefs are just nuts. Yeah, it doesn't matter what faith you're. I mean, please look, start looking at yourself, people. Yeah, because believe me, if you believe in God, you believe in something stupid. I'm not <laughs> saying that. That oh yeah, I'm saying there is something else. As, as as absurd of believing in God is to me, right? I can say, okay, well, you believe that there's something, but it's it's the next step. It's whatever else. It's the th- is it's piled all on the that. add-ons where you're just like, Jesus Christ, you're nuts. Yeah. So, well, I mean, for me, just having that belief in a magic daddy in the sky no, and, is and, plenty and I, of crazy. I, I I agree with you there, but I know plenty of people who who use the term agnostic to describe themselves Mm. that are like, well, you know, you know, I don't know. You know what? And so that one right there, I'm always like, okay, all right. You don't know. You believe there's some sort of energy, some sort of power. Well, I don't believe that. And I, and I, and I don't understand why you, why you do. Right. Um, it's, it's, they, that person doesn't, doesn't go into the crazy world for me. No, here, here's here's what happens though, and I'm I'm about to go on a rant here. Oh, <clears throat> rant warning, because here's what happens. Brace yourselves. And this is this week. This is this is how topical this is. Is that it was this week. I. The problem is that if you believe something, if you let your mind believe anything that isn't evidence based, mm. if you let your mind believe that there is something. Oh, but there's some energy or, oh, there's some, I don't believe in God, but I believe in something. Don't you believe in something bigger than yourself? To which my Mm. response is like, yeah, I believe in like the earth is way bigger than me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But the point to me is this. The second you open your brain to, to any belief, and I'm talking belief here. Superstition. I'm not talking about ideas. You're talking about superstition. I'm talking about any belief that's not, that's not evidence based. Oh, any belief that's okay. not evidence based. Okay. okay, I want to hear where you're going. I think I think you've made a mistake, and you're letting your mind go to places that it shouldn't go. Here's and and so here's here's my experience for for this week. Okay, my I have a friend who who I was having a we were having a great conversation. It was a whole group of people. It was a little party, and it was a party designed to have a conversation. Oh, okay, and we. We're talking, and he suddenly whips out that he's into. He plays a video of people cloud busting. Do you know what this is? Cloud busting. You. It, the theory is, you look up at a cloud, and you put your energy into making that cloud disperse. <laughs> okay. I am not. I shit you Dan. not. 
He does this. He goes to this. He plays a video. Somebody on Machu Picchu Shut points at a cloud. Up. And there's like a little and a little timer ticks off like five minutes and the cloud disperses. <laughs> Into the and they do so the, this video has they like used their mind to to help this cloud do something that clouds do on their own and he swear and and then he goes into like and I've done this you guys need to try it because it's amazing I've done this and I tried to say well isn't there the possibility that you're just picking a little cloud and they just disperse in five <laughs> minutes time that's just kind of what happens a lot of the time and he was like no dude you need to try this. And then it goes further than that. The thing Do is, you have to be at Machu Picchu. No, no. He says it works. He says it works. It he works does it everywhere. all the time. He does it all the time. Liberty Park. Sure. Go to the park. <laughs> look up at a little cloud, and like, and he's like, and I, I just like ask it. I just like, hey, I know that you want to be to exist, but do you mind just joining all of the other clouds and just dispersing or blah blah? And he says he talks and blah blah blah, and it, and, and he makes it. And I was just like, what? And then he goes, and then he starts talking about like, did, does did he, you ever does see he the, wear like a foil cap? No, or no. The thing is, he's usually pretty logical about stuff, so that's what kills me. And then he goes into this whole thing. Did you ever see was the movie? He pulling what your the leg? bleep? No. Was it like a really good, like no. well executed joke on Dan? No. no, there were too many other people there. This and he was too mad when I challenged him, and he was, he was, he was visibly perturbed that I was challenging. Do I know him. this person? No. Wow. And then, and and literally, like it's it's mind boggling. And he goes into this whole thing. Have you seen the movie What the Bleep Do We Know? Yes. Okay. Now let me say, I think that there are some interesting concepts in that movie. But when it goes into like, like for instance, ice crystals with your mind. That's what congees and whatnot. That's what he was going into. Is like, (laughs) and he talk. He's talking about all of these quote unquote scientific studies about how like energy controls this and energy does that and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, dude. That's not science. Yeah. And the thing about what the bleep do we know is that it actually does inject some real science. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, a, lot a lot of, of the... pseudosciences typically have some sort of science in them. It's like, you know, Shakespeare uh... said, to win us to our harm, the ministers of good tell us truth or of evil tell us truths. Mm. You know, win us with, mm-hmm. the, with, with little truths. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then suddenly... The the thing is, if you don't train yourself to be able to analyze scientifically and logically what's going on, right? If you don't understand the con- the scientific concepts that an experiment an experiment doesn't just need to be done and results shown, but it needs to be replicable by other people and it needs to be examined by by peers and like all of these things need to happen in order for it to be considered valid science. Sure. And if you don't understand that, and you open your brain to well, I. Th- it's like it's like they say: if you open your mind too far, your brain will fall out. I, yes. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that, like uh, any, that when you start down the road of belief without evidence I, or with I, I, insufficient I, 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 evidence, I don't think that you're we, in trouble. We, I don't think we necessarily have to run everything through the ringer of science, but Why reason, not? logic, those are scientific know. studies. Reason and logic. Well, I mean, yes. It's hand in hand. But what I mean, what you were saying, though, is, you know, scientific. Like, what, what, what I was hearing you say was, like, you're not going to believe anything unless it's, like, scientifically proven. Well, okay. Obviously, you know? that doesn't apply and to, so, like, philosophy because, or whatever. But. Right. Exactly. And so I, I think that, like, you know. But I think, I think we also need ourselves. to study... How logic works. No, oh, yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people don't. Right. A lot of people think well, that I'm, they're logical I'm, and they don't actually know that there's it, there's nothing mystical about logic. It's actually <laughs> it's actually mathematical. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm usually always fairly amazed by my fellow human beings. I'll uh, I'll um, I'll close the rant now. Yeah. Okay. The rant door is closed. <laughs> oh, we need Frank, a sound you effect. You did a there. sound effect. <laughs> Oh, it's so cute. Yes. All right. Well, okay. Well, once again, if you have anything to say, it's been a little while since we had it. Well, 
we had a caller on the last episode, but it's been two weeks. Right, yeah. And so we didn't get any calls during you guys, that time. Not, but here's we did one have thing. some really nice oh. emails from people, Dan, and we I think did. we should at least shout out to these people. Yep. Um, not like asking questions or, yeah. or anything like that, we, but, but just... We had some really just nice really, really feedback. nice feedback, and we just want to call out to, to our, those people. Our friend Camille mm. said some very nice things to, mm-hmm. about, uh, about us and... and and about her her upbringing and what she's all about. Oh yeah, yeah. We got that was a, a good one. We got a friend named Matt in Charlotte. Matt's the one who was chiding us, right? Oh yeah, for for not for, for missing a week for missing a week. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, I know there were probably some people out there who you know missed we, us. We, so. we totally ruined everybody's life, Frank. Oh, it's terrible. I'm the sorry. nice thing about podcasts, though, you do it on your own. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, for sure, we'll see you next week. Yes, but like I was about to say, email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, like, right. these, like these guys did, um, or call us and leave a voicemail at 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Give so, us some questions. Give us questions. Challenge us. We'd love, to, we'd love for it to feel like a conversation. Tell us, so, tell us we're morons. Tell tell Frank he's an idiot. I'm I'm waiting for these. I know we're nobody's challenging us. Nobody. We must be right. <laughs> we must be correct. <laughs> and once again, I mean, Columbus just keeps coming in with great numbers. Hey, good job, Columbus. So we we love you, in Columbus. <laughs> so, all okay. right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.